You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thank you for checking out the podcast today. Michael wanted you to know that him and his wife, Stacy are holding a live event in Dallas, Texas on March 6th through the 8th called the Next Level Experience. This is a two and a half day intensive designed for your breakthrough in relationships financially, spiritually, and physically. If your life is working, but you know there is more that God has for you, if you feel stuck or like you're in a rut, Michael and his wife, Stacy will pour into you and get you back to your true self that God created you to be. Take your life to the next level. Here's your opportunity. You've heard Michael talk about this on the podcast before, but here's your chance to participate for yourself. Go to nlexperience.com or check out the michaelmcintyre.com and get registered today. This is the Next Level Podcast, a place for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life. Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Okay. Hey, thanks everybody for joining us today. This is your humble host, Michael McIntyre, and we've got a special guest today, and this is really exciting for me and Stacy. Uh, Kelly Raspberry is the co-host of the nationally syndicated show, Kid Credit Morning Show. She and radio producer Robert Ehrman recently launched Love Letters to Kelly, the podcast. And Kelly also co-hosts the twice-weekly A Sandwich and Some Lovin', I love that name, <laughs> podcast <laughs> with her husband, Alan Evans. And together, Kelly and Alan recently launched her new brand, uh, Emma, Kelly, and Me, with an online retail boutique, which is cool. Kelly is, a proud, is proud to serve on the board of directors for Kids Kids, a 501c3 charity, which takes children with life-altering conditions and their families on an all-expense-paid trip to Disney World. We're going to talk more about that. And in 2019, Kelly celebrated her 25th anniversary with the Kid Craddock Morning Show. That same year, the Alliance for Women in Media presented Kelly with the Gra uh, Gracie Award for her achievements as co-host of the National Radio Show. She was also honored with the 2019 Airblazer Award presented by the Mentoring and Inspiring Women in Radio Group. Kelly and Alan share four children, Brooke, Emma, Kelly, Cole, and Dylan, and an aggravating but lovable rescue dog, Larry. Come on, Larry. Hang in tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, I'm so grateful for you to be on this podcast, with Next Level Podcast with McIntyre, and, and I was so excited uh, that you accepted our invitation. And I was just talking um, to Stacy, and we just realized it was 21 years ago Almost to the date, I think it's coming up on March 2nd, when we met for the first time. Yeah, yeah, and you were um, friends with my ex-husband, the father yes. of my daughter, Emma Kelly, so that's how we met through him. Yeah, and we had a big birthday blowout here at the house, and we had the Teletubbies and <laughs> and, he, and uh, just kind of a little bit of everything, and it was kind of crazy. And then it you got fun. And then we got to hang out a little bit over the years, and you know, then we don't talk for a while, and every now and then we'd run into each other at Houston's or somewhere, and yeah, or uh, <laughs> going to a Gilda's deal or what have you. But uh, you are a national treasure, you really are, and I'm oh so excited. You are, you, you know, Stacy and I were talking about you, and and uh, Stacy said, you know, Kelly is an amazing role model for women, and with your transparency and your authenticity, it just makes a huge difference out there. And just, it's just a, it's just really good. I watched one of your recent Facebook lives uh, and it was really cool. You talked about a lot of different things and I guess what really separates you to, for, you know, from other celebrities is your authenticity, you know, and how you always just become across very real uh, and not put on any pretense or any, you know, anything like that. Just, you always speak seems like from your heart. And so is, was that always naturally for you or did that develop over the years? I, I think it, it always came naturally. I always, even I remember in high school, girls would say to me that, you know, you're always saying what everybody else thinks, but is afraid to say. And I just didn't even know better than, you know, I didn't think, oh, maybe this might be something I shouldn't say. So I just always spoke my mind and of course you know as you get older you realize well, just because you think it you don't always have to say it <laughs> but um you know so I've gotten a little bit 
I guess, a little bit more discretion with some of my opinions. But when Kid hired me um, from South Carolina, I came to Dallas, Texas, and um, I was 27 years old. And that's mm. the reason why he hired me is because I just said whatever came into my mind. I said it out loud and I stood by my opinions because, you know, I, I believe this was the right, you know, the right thing, the way I thought was right. And I was going to back up my opinion no matter what and he loved that so absolutely it was very it was very interesting beginning to my radio career here yeah well you know i mean uh, i know we left listen to it here locally in dallas on 106.1 kiss fm and then when did it go nationally oh gosh it is i know it was it's hard to pinpoint a date for me because people ask that i know it was right before 9-11 Okay. Um, because I remember we moved into our new studio then, and uh, so it was right before that. We started off with a few markets, like Baton Rouge was one of the first ones we had, and they're still with us today, and you know, little markets like Tyler, Texas, and places like that. <laughs> so, but we, you know, nationally syndicated, yeah, you know, I wish we were in more markets, and hopefully we'll, we will be. Um, we've got a team now that's selling the show, and, and the way, you know, the way small market radio is going now, they're, they're, they're not using so many local shows. They're using the syndicated shows because it just makes sure. more sense for them. And so it looks like we're probably going to be picking up some more markets. Unfortunately, it's the expense of, you know, local morning radio, but that's just kid knew the way it was going, kid product. He saw what was happening yeah. in radio and he knew syndication was where it was headed. And so he got in on it really early. And wow. that's what protected us, you know. That's awesome. And you've been with, and, and Big Al and JC been there from the beginning. Is that right? Well, I was there. Kid was at Kiss FM about a year before I came along. And I came in okay. 94. And then about 95, Big Al came. Okay. JC has been there. He came when I was pregnant with my daughter. And she is 13 now. So he's been there 14, 15 years. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so long, that's a long time for anybody to stay in one it's on one show in one market. Amen. I get it. I get it. Well, your career is just amazing. And I remember Stacey and I would see you every now and then on Dish Nation, I think it was, or Dish Network. Yeah, we did Dish Nation for a while. That The whole premise of that was to take morning radio shows from across the country and have us all talk about, you know, what's happening in pop culture and in the news and things like that. We did that for a few years. Uh, then Kid died, and we kept doing it for a little while longer without him. But then they it just got to be a lot and they, they kind of right. changed the format for the show and we, we'd let that go. We just concentrate now on the radio. Right. So, uh, so I remember when kids death happened, it was really unexpected. And, uh, I know it, you know, and it's just awesome the way you guys have carried on the show and done this so well and honored him. How did that affect you at that time? And, and how did, did your faith help you a lot to get through that? Cause I know you're a woman of faith. And what was yeah. what was that time at time for like for you if you don't mind sharing that? Well, it was a really scary time because it it is the Kid Craddock morning show, and you know when the host dies, basically you know the contract died with him. You know the radio mm. contract we had, and so we weren't really sure what was going to happen to us. We were dealing with you know the sudden loss that was totally unexpected to all of us. A so good close friend really, too, yeah. Yeah, and we were grieving that loss, but then there's also the fear of what's going to happen to me because I had a mm. you know a, a young daughter at home. I was a single mom at that point, and so then there's that fear of what am I going to do? True. But um, we, you know, our our boss, he kind of went to bat for us, and he got them to give us a chance. You know, give them a chance to to you know give them just a chance to succeed, give them a chance to fail, just give us a chance, you know. Right. And thankfully, they, they gave us 30 days. We had 30 days wow. to prove that we could do a show on our own. And thankfully, um, the audience stayed with us because they were really, because Kid had been in the community for so long, for decades. Yes. And yes. they were rooting for us. And, you know, if as long as we kept Kid's memory alive and honored him, they wanted us to succeed. So we were really blessed that the audience stuck with us. And we kept the name on the show, uh, you know, to honor and respect him. So it's still the Kid Craddock show. Um, so and a lot of people moving into the Dallas area now, they're like, well, who's Kid Craddock? They don't get it. You know, but we right, find right. you in the history there. And, and hopefully we're doing him proud. I think we are. 
I think you're doing fantastic. And I just, I love the way you honor him and, uh, and his family and uh, walking through that. So it's, it's really, it's quite remarkable. It really is. It's a testament to you all. And also, you know, to, to, to 30 days is not a long time to catch traction. And I think. No, uh, it was scary. You know, we didn't yeah. know because kid had always, it was his show and he called the shots and he did a lot of the creative on it. And, you know, we were all supporting cast members and then suddenly it's like, okay, well, who's going to lead? Who's going to take right. charge? Who's going to speak first? And it took a minute for us to kind of get our bearings and decide who fell into what place on the show. And I think we've got a good rhythm. It took a minute to get there, but people were patient and forgiving of us. And, you know, we made a lot of mistakes, but I think we got the right rhythm. Yeah. 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 Well, you've been blessed and obviously you got favor and, and, uh, and I, I just, it's just, it's admiring to watch this happen and, uh, to, to see you guys, you know, do this and still, work through it. Cause it, you know, I know there's a lot of our listeners out there that some days, you know, all of a sudden they're without a job and what do you do now? You know, and, uh, right. and you, you need that faith, you need that grit, you need to, you know, plow through and, and, uh, do what you have to do because you have to make a living. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you've got people, you got people you're responsible for. And so I just, I just find it, it it's just fascinating that you guys did that. And, uh, you guys came together as a team and, and did it. So congrats on that. And, well, uh, oh, so let me ask you this. All right. So now you're an entrepreneur. All right. So tell me this, cause a lot of our audience, uh, you know, a lot of them are faith based and they, they love, they love entrepreneurship. They love family and they love all this. And, and so you're kind of, you've got this blended family, which is amazing. And I want to talk about that, but now you started this entrepreneurship, this, uh, this Emma Kelly and me brand. So tell us how this came about. Well, I, I give a lot of the credit to my husband for that. My husband was in marketing for years and years. He was uh, the head of marketing for Lennox Heating and Air. And that's when I met him. He was doing that. And then he kind of went as far as he could in that company and went to work for another company. But he still wasn't really, you know, happy there. And I said, you know, you you wanted to launch your own thing. So if you're going to do it, do it now while we're still young enough. And, you know, I've got this really you know great job in the radio. So you can launch your business. And, you know, I'm here to pick up the slack until it gets going. And so that's what the plan was. We launched his his marketing company called Canda Media for K&A, Kelly and Dallin, Canda Media. And uh, it turns out his number one client is us. <laughs> we, I love it. Yeah, we, we launched a podcast called The Sandwich and Some Eleven, and we started it about a month before we got married. And the whole premise of that was to talk about blending families, you know, because he came into the marriage with three children. I came in with my daughter. So we've got, you know, four kids that are suddenly siblings and making that work. And then after a while, it's like, well, we have to talk about something else because, you know, we want to appeal <laughs> to more than just people who are in blended families. So now sure. we talk about everything, you know, kids' issues, our own issues. My husband's been very open about his struggles with um, mental health and, you know, antidepressants and things like that. So we get sure. really deep and personal. We talk about all of that stuff. Come on, um, that's so good. That's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's been very helpful for him. It's been, you know, almost like a form of therapy, too, because we just love our podcast family so much. Um, in fact, last year, we invited them all to go on vacation with us, and 40 of them came. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where did you go? Yeah. We went to this, um, it's a resort outside of Cancun called Valentin Imperial. Yeah. And it's just, it was a fun resort. And we were like, hey, if anybody wants to go, it wasn't like a promotion or anything. We're like, we're going to be there. And this is where we're going. And about 40 of them came. And we had so much oh fun it again this year. Come on. So we just, awesome. it's really become a great little family. And then, so that's the Sandwich with some Eleven. And we've been doing that going on three years. And then recently, um, you were going to the uh, Emma Kelly and Me brand. So my husband, a friend of ours, a friend of mine, actually, she had a, a boutique that she asked me if I would help her, you know, kind mm-hmm. of promote it. And I would put some clothes on and put them on my Instagram. And that was fine. Sure. And Alex sure. said, you're doing that for someone else. Why don't you do that for yourself? And so he said, with my daughter, Emma Kelly, being 13 and also wearing a woman's size, she's kind of tall for her age. Uh-huh. So it's And I'm sure you remember when your daughters were younger. 
and you know you had a special occasion to go to something and every if they're wearing a woman's size everything is so revealing and right, kind of sexualized right. and it was right. really hard for me to find a dress appropriate for a 12 or 13 year old young lady yes. to go to church for a wedding or whatever and so right. I thought well why don't I do my own online boutique for things that I want to wear, but also things that my daughter would want to wear that are still modest and appropriate. I so love that's it. where that came from was Emma Kelly and me. And, um, and so I thought it'd be kind of fun for her and for her and me to do something together because when you've got a 13 year old girl at home, I don't know what your experience is like. You, you had three daughters, right? Yeah. I have yeah. my one and half the time she barely grunts at me. Everything I say, <laughs> she rolls her eyes. It's like, I don't know what I'm talking about. You've had to do that three times over. Yeah. Um, so this gives us something we can do together, you know, and it's, That's awesome. it's really fun. Yeah. That's so cool. So, uh, so you guys sell these clothes, and, and do you design them? No, no, no. Eventually, you know, we've we've been kind of talking to someone about launching a label, but honestly, I'm not a designer, but I know what I like, and so yeah. I go to market and I buy things um, that I want to sell. But I'm still having trouble okay. sometimes finding exactly what I love, and I yeah. know in the Dallas area there are so many talented um, up and coming designers. And my, my hope and my dream is to team up with one of them and have me say, okay, this is what I'm looking for, and together collaborate and come up with with my original designs. But That's awesome. I'm not, yeah, I'm, but I'm not going to go out there and say, oh, I'm a decorator and I do all that. That's not, that's not who I am. That's not my talent. <laughs> but I know what I like and I know what yeah. I Yeah. Well, if I, I think, can get somebody know, to create that for me, then that would be there. my co-creation. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I see this happening right now. So let's get this going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's now how if somebody wants to go on to your website, how do, what's the name of it? Well, it's Emma Kelly and me dot com. You can just do EK and me dot com. Either one. Okay. All right. E- 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 right com. Yeah, we're having a big clearance sale right now. So if you logged on today, the pickings are slim <laughs> because we've got to get all of our spring stuff. We're, we're getting ready awesome. to um, do that because. My daughter and I are also the models for the brand. So Come we on. Have to, yeah, we got to do a photo shoot in the next little bit and get the spring stuff up there. But it's it's been a lot of fun and a lot to learn because it's it's just new and you don't you don't know how to run a business until you do it. I guess in some cases. And Amen to that, learning. sister. We're learning as we go. <laughs> you can't, you know, you can study all you. And go to you know all the book learning you can do until mm-hmm. you actually get out there and apply it and like well that didn't work and this did yeah. work let's not do that again or let's do this and we're figuring yeah. it out yeah well you know I mean a lot of people you know have theories about stuff and, and it's so true you've got to get out there and do it you know I always coach my people on listen there's nothing like action you know you get out yeah. there and do something even if you make a mistake it's okay you know you learn. and uh you learn, you know, and uh, and like in Romans eight twenty eight, you know, God uses all things in good for good, you know, and so if, even if you make a mistake, you come around and you fix it and you go on and and who knows the next next thing you might have is a is a home run and you sell you know ten thousand of those. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's so good. Okay, so I want to talk about uh, which this is really I I love I remember listening constantly and every year on the on the uh, the kids kids going to Disney World. So tell tell us tell our audience if they're not familiar with it. I know a lot of them are, but I want you to for some of the people that might not be tell them how that came about. I know that was kids' big heart and and also you know what that what that has done for you uh, over the years and, and and how that how that still goes on and when does it go on. Well, uh, kid's daughter, Caroline, uh, she's, believe it or not, she's going to be 30 in April. It's, it's mind-blowing. She, yeah, she's the same age as Brittany, our oldest daughter. So It's yeah. mind-blowing, isn't it? I, so, yes, when, yes, yeah, yes. When uh, Carol, his, his wife at the time, um, when she was pregnant with Caroline, doctors uh, taking during the ultrasound, they said that Caroline's femur was twisted and that she would not be able to walk. And so, of course, like many of us do, you drop down on your knees and you start praying, God, please let her be okay. Just yes. let her be okay. I'll do anything. And you make all these promises to God that what you're going to yes. do, if you, you come through for me, God, I'm going to do this for you. 
Well, he was born perfectly healthy, and he decided to honor his promise that he would, you know, and so he started the Kids Kids Charity, and that was to take um, children who are either, you know, facing some life-altering condition, some of the kids are terminal, but the thing about um, some of these children, they're not necessarily terminal, even though we're all terminal. If, you know, we're all facing, you know, death right. one day. But some yeah. of these kids, they have conditions that are going to affect their quality of life, and they might not have long life expectancies. So he decided he wanted to do that trip. And the very first one, he took a busload of uh, moms and kids down to SeaWorld. And mm. that was the very first one. And then it gradually grew where they could buy tickets on a plane and they went to Disney World and then that eventually became where we could have an entire plane of just kids' kids. And now wow. we have a chartered flight where we take a chartered flight from Southwest Airlines and now we have, because we're syndicated, we have other kids from across the country come and so we go awesome. every year in November, every November and it's, um, it's just like five days where it's all expenses paid, everything they want, all their meals, souvenirs, and meet the characters. Wow. It's just a wonderful, wonderful time where they can go and just, you know, forget about the doctor's visits and hospital stays and needles and medications for a little while. And plus, it's good for them to be around other families who are all going through the same thing because sometimes, you know, these kids, they'll be in school and they're the only one who is different, you know. Absolutely. And on this trip, they're all... And on this trip, they all about something. So it's, right, and so they can form a community right. and support and whatnot. Uh, yeah. So how many how many children do you guys take every year now? Well, it varies. You know, usually I'd say it's average is about 50 families because some, like this last year, we took one family that had 11 children. Oh, and can you imagine, wow. right, and can you imagine having a special needs child? There's no oh, way a family of that size could ever afford a vacation. Right. So that took up a big, you know, seven yeah. kids. That's usually two or three small families. So usually wow. it averages around 50 families, I'd say. Wow. And, That's amazing. Um, yeah. Sometimes, so, you know, it's a, a grandparent is the caregiver and she's the one raising, the, you know, a family comes in all different, you know, yes, shapes, it does. sizes. Yep. So yep. we've had some different combinations. We had... What we found is a lot of times um, having a sick child really puts a lot of stress on a marriage and a lot of the couples end up getting divorced, Mm. but Mm. we'll have them come together, those divorced parents, and they will smile and because they want to both be there with their child, you know, just once in a lifetime vacation. So we even have divorced parents come and and they suck it up and they smile and act like they (laughs) like each other for the weekend (laughs) so their kids can have a good time. That's just amazing. I just love that. And so that each time you go on these, I mean, do you get, is it, you know, I mean, it's got to be emotional sometimes and it's got to affect you in different ways. And you probably leave, you know, every time, you know, changed, I imagine. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. When a lot of people go on the first time, it's really emotional and they're crying. It's like, look, you got to pull yourself together because these kids, yeah. they're trying to have the best time in the world. And they don't want to look in your face and see that you're, you know, crying and sad right. because it's not a right. sad trip. It's a beautiful, yeah. joyful trip. I and, love that. Um, yeah, so you know, go, you know, go cry privately. These kids they just want to be treated like regular kids because they're yes. regular kids. They just happen they to are. have. They just happen to have cystic fibrosis, or they happen to have, you know, a, 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 a cancer. I mean, but they want to be kids. And they, you know what? They can be just as annoying as healthy kids. They're on you, and you know, so that's, they just want to be treated like everybody else. So that's the thing: is you got to stay upbeat and stay positive because it is a positive experience. It's so good, and uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing, and it just you know you leave so thankful that you have you know the health of your child. But you know that's not promised to me. I mean, tomorrow I might. We yeah. have so many people on the trip that said, you know, I used to donate, and now I'm on the kids' kids' trip. I never expected it to happen to me. My baby wow. was born healthy, but then, you know, five yeah. years old, suddenly she's got a pain in her leg, and now she's, you know, lost her leg because it's cancer. You just never know. Yeah. No, you don't. So, you, you really, truly okay. don't. Well, I think it's amazing, and I love it, and uh, I hope our listeners can donate to that. Do they just go on to the your website and find that to donate to the, yeah, the charity? Yeah, 
It's kidskids.org, K-I-D-D-S, K-I-D-S dot org. Okay. And uh, we accept donations year-round. We've got a big fundraiser coming up on February 29th, and there's details on that if you're interested awesome. in um, a little fun night out. But, um, yeah, there's always something going on. You can get the latest yeah. at kidskids.org. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so yeah, I want to talk to you about this. Yeah, I want to talk to you about this blended family. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. uh, you and Alan met, you guys fell in love and uh, you know, he's got three children, you've got a daughter and uh, you know, basically, you know, you're bringing everybody together. And, and now did you have Larry who had Larry or did you guys, <laughs> get, did you guys get Larry later on the dog? We adopted Larry together. Yeah, okay. All about right. a year ago. Okay. So you got one with, be, with between both of you. That's good. So, so what, what are some, some of the great challenges that you've had as a blended mother uh, family and what are some of the, uh, the, some of the easy things that, that took place or some of the benefits of a blended family? Well, I'll start with the, the benefits. It's been really great for my daughter because she has, uh, my, my ex-husband had children, older children from a previous marriage, but they were way older than Emma Kelly. So she was basically raised as an only child. And mm-hmm. so for her to have siblings, she was so excited. And wow. she has two little brothers. She had a, a sister about the same age, that's about a year older. She's so excited every time. Um, what the thing was that I had to go to my ex-husband and say, look, would you mind changing our visitation schedule so the kids can all be on the same schedule? And he was very agreeable to that. So we've got the kids on the same visitation schedule. So we have them all at the same time. we got the holidays visitation all worked out. So that was a really a, a great blessing um, awesome. as far as, the, as that goes. Yeah. Now, of course, for me, it was, um, I think what we, we found with the, the discipline, it's kind of hard because, you know, I want those kids just to love me. I want to just, you know, think I'm the greatest, <laughs> but every once in a while, I've got to discipline them. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to navigate as a step parent because you don't is. want, yeah, because you're like, well, if I, if I do the wrong thing or I'm too mean, they're going to go home and tell their mom, I'm horrible. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> right. But, um, so we kind of decided for the, the minor disciplinary stuff, I can, I can handle that. But when it comes to his, the major stuff, he handles that with his children, I mean, the major stuff. Right. And I will handle the major stuff with mine. But we're both, I think we're pretty good about knowing what our, our boundaries are as far as it comes to discipline. And it's just a matter of, respecting everyone and and that's been interesting to navigate especially when you've got two daughters that are both teenagers now yeah and all yeah, that goes no. with that and yeah the swings I'll, and I'll, I'll be praying uh, for you on that one <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard it. you know yeah. and like I said you want the you want my my when I say stepchildren everybody gets so mad at me they're not stepchildren they're bonus children I'm like I don't mean that with any disrespect right. but my bonus right. children it's just you know like I said that's the hardest part for me is just that that discipline stuff yeah um, because totally. I can yell at my I can yell at him Kelly <laughs> like I've told you 10 times clean up your room and with right. him, with uh the bonus kids will be like hey guys you know I've asked you a few times you know, I'm cleaning up your room I don't have to so hard so it's a little different you know yeah but yeah we're working that out but I think it's awesome. I think it's really good that you're doing that. And, and yeah, you got to have boundaries and yes, it's got, you know, it's going to be difficult, but it, there's so many blessings in that, in that family and that you and Alan have just made this thing work really well. And I just oh, it's admire wonderful. it. Because yeah. I've always wanted, you know, I, I had, I've been very open. We talk about it on the podcast and on the radio about my fertility struggles. And, yeah. you know, I didn't have a McKelly till I was almost 40 and I would never, you know, I would never naturally give birth to any more children. And I was, you know, very sad about that because I always dreamed of having a few children. And uh, so now I've got four and I've got a, two little boys. And, you know, I just, it's just been so much fun. Being a boy so mom is just so cool, you know, and it, <laughs> it's been really different, you know, with the sports and, you know, it, Dylan gave yeah. me the sweetest Valentine he made the other day. Little boys are just the best, you know. Little girls are too. I'm just saying, I just haven't experienced that. Right, 
Right. No, I get it. I think it's awesome. I, I, I just, it's really cool. And, and uh, I, I'm sure Alan is, is a really loving, caring father. And uh, it seems like you guys are really got this thing figured out. And I think it's really cool. You guys got this podcast that you're doing together and, 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 you know, Stacy and I do a lot of work together in our next level experience and in our coaching and stuff. And I just think it's real important to have some commonality with our spouses, you know, and to do things yeah. together. Yeah, I think it works for a lot of marriages. And you know what? You also have to know what it doesn't work. You know, I think some people, <laughs> if they had to work together yeah. and live together, it wouldn't work. But for us, um, it, it gives us, you know, twice, because we do the Sandwiches and Loving podcast twice a week. So twice a week, we have to sit down and make that happen. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's like an appointment for us. And then, you know, bouncing ideas and creative ideas. It, it's fun. It feeds a part of our, our lives that, you know, I mean, how many couples get to do something creative like that together? Right. No, so it's I rare. Think that's fun. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. I, you know, when I was watching your Facebook Live the other day, and I didn't watch it live, I just wanted to watch the repeat. It was really cool. I know you talked about, you know, you get more people on Facebook Live than you do on your YouTube channel. Uh, mm-hmm. But what I was what I was really loving is how transparent you were about your, your struggle with depression and how you dealt with that and, and how you came out of that. And uh, I just think that that's... I think that's why I I think that role model uh, uh, monarch that you have that, that marquee that you carry I know you don't you know push that but it just happens to follow you because you are such a leader for women and I just mm-hmm. think it's really amazing the way you can come out there and do that and I think it's 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 refreshing it's new and it's it brings things into light you know. Um, and, you know, one of my sayings is that as children, we're scared of the light, but as adults, we're terrified or scared of the dark. And as adults, we're terrified of the light. And, yeah. I, and I think you stepped across that, 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 that boundary so elegantly and so casually and so, uh, so easily it appears. And I just, I think it's great. So, you know, you talk about that and your struggles and, and how you came out of those things. And, and I just think it's refreshing and I, and uh, you know, I know it's come by you naturally, but I imagine you get a lot of emails, a lot of messages that other people can relate to your experience. I do. I mean, there's a natural outlet for that with love letters to Kelly. Um, a lot of, you know, kid made me start giving advice 25 <laughs> years ago and I was like, hey, dating advice, right? Yeah. 25 years later and now I've got a podcast doing it too, but then I also, because I am so open about what I've been through with, you know, uh, my fertility struggles, with my mm-hmm. eating disorders as a younger person, with my depression, we all go through stuff, and I, but I talk yes, about we it. Do. So I get a lot of uh, DMs um, from people in my Instagram. People email me because I give out my email address because I didn't know that about me. And uh, I just give it out to anybody <laughs> that wants, and I get messages all the time, and it's it's really touching, especially when I hear from people that let me know that because of something I said, um, that that it got them through a rough spot and now they're happy and they can point to specific things that came out of my mouth that resonated with them. And I'm like, I didn't even, you know, when I'm talking, sometimes I'm just talking and talking and I don't, I don't know that it's registering with anyone and then to hear it does and has such a positive outcome. It's beautiful, right? Well, I think that's the way God uses your voice, Kelly. I mean, you've got such a beautiful resonant in your voice. You do. You're just so, and and it's and and then of course you know you're a beautiful woman on top of that. That's why you're good for TV and radio. But when oh, you do, <laughs> but it's so true. But when you do share these things, it it resonates to other people because you know if we look at social media constantly, as you know, if we look at Instagram or Facebook, everybody's having a good time. <laughs> right. It, right. It's all about it's all about good time. You know, they're on their vacation or they're, you know, no, you, you never see an Instagram or a Facebook showing somebody with, you know, getting a DUI or or, or, right. or having or getting served divorce papers or going into bankruptcy court. You never see those photographs. And so, you know, I think when, when you at, with the platform that you have that you're blessed with, that you get to uh, share those things, it's it's hugely effective and it's so needed today because you know everybody as you know you talk you know a lot of millennials listen to your show and you know that you know the FOMO and you know the comparison spirit and and being you know not being invited or you know the fear of man people get they get that and then 
And when you come when you cut through that naturally and you, you don't know who you affect, you don't know who processed this. And then all of a sudden, boom, your emails blow up and say, what you just said just changed my life. It gave me hope. I mean, that's that's a big thing. And you do it, it so naturally, you know. Yeah, that's that's a t- that's the thing, Mike. It does come to me like it's, like you said, it comes naturally to me. So when they've asked me before, like to go to these radio uh, conventions and to get on a panel and to try to give people advice on, you know, how to be successful in radio, it's hard to teach. <laughs> Just be natural because that doesn't come easily for a lot of people. So how do you teach right. somebody? How do you teach somebody something that comes naturally to them? And it's like yeah. with I could look at any somebody that's good at um, sports. I'm horrible. I'm the worst athlete ever. I'm scared to death of <laughs> ball hitting me in the face. And so, but for some, you know, for some people, they just pick up a ball and boom, they're an expert no matter what they try. Right. Okay, that's right. But it's hard for them to teach that because it comes naturally to them. True. So that's the same thing with radio. It just came naturally to me, and it just mm-hmm. kind of happened. I wasn't planning it, and it wasn't my you know my life's ambition. But when I fell into it, it just naturally became what it is. Yeah. So it's it's just it's been an unexpected blessing, and yeah. it's just been a wild ride. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, awesome. it's not over right. yet. It's not over no, yet. No, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. You keep on going. you got a long way to go. Uh, all right. Yeah, so I, I want to switch. So. You do. I want to switch over to some pop culture. Okay. Okay. And so, all right. So, uh, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin's marriage. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Well, here's the thing about Justin Bieber. We met him when he was about 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And we met him and his mother, Patty, and she was very, very concerned because she knew her son is in, he's insanely talented. He is so mm-hmm. gifted. And mm-hmm. she was really worried because she's like she was afraid what fame would do to him, uh, being sure. surrounded by a bunch of yes people. Everything she feared came true. Mm-hmm. And he went through a very, very very dark period but I remember that good little boy and he's a good Christian boy too he yes. he just got really off track and if you know people judged him for you know his bad attitude for the things he did but I was like imagine being 16 17 year old boy oh, right you right. given all the money and power in the world and if anybody yep. tells you no you just fire him and find somebody else you imagine having that kind of power and see what it does to you. And True. he, but I just think, you know, because of his religious foundation, he just, he was so miserable and so unhappy. And now he seems like he's finally coming out the other side of it. And I'm just so yes, thankful to see it. And I don't think he's perfect by any stretch of the imagination and he sure. has a long way to go, but he's obviously battled some huge demons and yes. I don't know Haley Baldwin. I've never met her, but from what I understand, she is also of faith and, mm-hmm. you know, she saved herself from marriage. That was, you know, people often, they, they make fun of, um, like my, my niece just got married and she's, you know, she's 22 and everybody's like, why are these kids getting married so young? I said, because good Christian kids, their goal is to save themselves for marriage. But guess what? Come on. Good, good Christian kids are just as horny as everybody else. <laughs> and right. they, right. so they get married. Amen. They yes. get married and they, you know, that, but they want to do it, you know, and do it right in their eyes yes. and their morals. And yes. so I think that's what Haley Baldwin is. Cause she's just a young girl too. Right. And um, so, yeah, I think that's why, you know, I think he, she's been good for him. I think so. Amen. Obviously, yeah, I think as so you can too. see, yeah, she, he's coming through that, but um, I don't think Justin saved himself, but I think Haley did from what we've gathered in the interviews. <laughs> right. But he seems well, to be on the right track, and I'm happy for does. him. Well, you know, no, none of us are perfect, right? We, You know, everybody has right. their downtimes. Sometimes we backslide. Sometimes we have our doubts and our faith. We all go through that. I mean, you know, there's nobody that doesn't go through those difficult times. And, and uh, But he has come through, and you're right. He did have the foundation. He did. Yes. And uh, and praise God that he came through it uh, and, you know, didn't hurt himself or hurt somebody else. And, uh, yeah, so I he is crazily talented. And, uh, you know, his uh, my, my daughter, Brecca, makes me watch all his music videos, <laughs> which which are insanely uh, cool, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I just think it's great. We're You know, I wish them the best. And I think, 
you know, I think Haley, like you said, I think she's a, she was raised in a good Christian family. And so I think, mm-hmm. I think, you know, in 22, you know, you're right. A lot of the Christian people get married early, you know, and nothing wrong yeah. with that. Uh, and I think it's really cool. All right. Let me ask you about the Britney Spears. Okay. Yes. Cause I know you've, and, you know, Stacey and I were talking about you today and said, you know, you've, you've followed these guys and these people with these celebrities' careers, you know, and, you know, for since you've been, you know, doing this. And so, yeah. you know, I know that when, when Britney first came out, you were a big Britney fan. And then she had some really difficult situations to deal with. And mm-hmm. and so, you know, I know that uh, she's taken a, a lot of beating in the, in the media. And so wh- where is she at now? Do you think, do you know, or how do you think she's doing? Well, I think, you know, I think it's kind of obvious that that she does have um, a lot of mental health issues. And it just Mm -hmm. breaks my heart because, you know, um, I feel like that she was such a money generator and she just just kept putting her out there. And I think she just reached a breaking point. I think it was the same for Justin Bieber. He was just there just make so much money that despite their mental health issues they just keep putting them out there and right. I think that's what happened with her um you know I I just I, I love Britney I just want to you know I'm I don't necessarily run out and buy all of her albums but I love her right, and right. feel like she's yeah. just wounded little I, I still look at her as a child because I, I just had my heart breaks for her um I know she's got a lot going on with the conservatorship, which I really think saved her life, that her dad was able to come in and get some of the bad influences out of her life. But now she's, I think they're giving her a little bit more freedom because she's going on Instagram now. And it's these real, I don't know if you follow Britney Spears on Instagram. It's kind of, you know, people love to kind of make light of it, but I feel it's kind of sad sometimes to see some of the videos she's posting because I don't know what she's doing. And it's like, I don't, I don't know who's, I don't think they're putting any restrictions on her social media. And so right. it comes off as very, very strange and very mm. odd, but she mm-hmm. seems to be happy, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I just, I just I like the way you, you follow these kids from, you know, from the early start, you know, and you've always, yeah. and, and you've never abandoned them and wishing good things for them. And I just think that's really cool. The way you no, do that, I want, Kelly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was saying, I don't, this whole culture we have of, you know, we deify all these celebrities, and then when they mm-hmm. get to a certain level of fame, we start tearing them down and wanting to destroy them. And I've never understood that. I know. But um, I want everybody, I want everybody to be happy. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> well, do. Especially, especially Britney Spears. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, yes, and and you know, and it's it, it's just. It's difficult. I mean, you know, especially, you know, when these kids, like you said, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old have $25 million in their checking account, you know, $100 million in their checking account, you know, it's crazy time, you know, and so they, they need that they need. And sometimes their families were never raised with that kind of, uh, that kind of wealth and did they didn't know either. And so, you know, it's a difficult, it's hard. Totally. Just like in, in, just like in, you know, sports. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I want to switch over to sports. Okay. I understand that you guys, and I am too, a big Mahomes fan and KC Chiefs or Allen is anyways. Allen, was he rooting for the Chiefs for the Super Bowl? Yeah. He went to Texas Tech. So. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. If we're not, if we're not, uh, if the Cowboys aren't playing, we're all about Kansas City because of Patrick. We're going to support (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome that's really cool yeah I think it was a great Super Bowl and we I enjoyed it too and yeah I'm the same way and you know when are the Cowboys going to get back in this thing I understand Troy Aikman is now following you and uh so maybe you you know here's my here's my wish and this is you know for the Cowboys and, and I love the Cowboys and you know Jerry Jones Jr and you know he he's a good friend he wrote the forward of my book thank you God and uh but I you know it's like why Jerry Jones Sr., why doesn't he bring like Troy Aikman as a general manager? Can you talk to Troy oh. about that? Well, I will see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Troy, whatever. I, it was so, I mean, you said he follows me on Instagram. I had no idea. My husband's the one that spotted that. He liked one of my pictures. I'm like, what? I have no idea, Troy. <laughs> even knows who I am and he he's so funny because I do run into him every once in a while he loves to go I don't hope I'm not busting him but he likes to go to Alberta's restaurant and that's typically where I run into him and every time I say Troy I know you don't remember he, he says 
you say that every time I run into you. Yes, I know who you are. And then I, you know, they're just the nicest people, and his wife is so sweet. Yeah. And um, but if, if I can, if I have anything to say about it, I will see what I can do. Yes, I just think he would Cowboys. be an. Am- Yes, I think he would be an amazing general manager, uh, you know, and I just, you know, I just think all everything would be right in the world again. But whatever. I'll post it on my yeah. Instagram and maybe he'll see it. <laughs> there you go. Come on, yeah, since he's following me, that's awesome. But uh, that is so good. So, all right, I want to ask you. Uh, I know one time, I, a long time ago, I got to meet your parents and uh, from South Carolina, and it was when, when I think it was a, a some deal at a party or something. I can't remember the whole details, but they were very nice. And now I know you've got a brother in Fort Worth. Is that right? He's in Arlington. Arlington. And but, he's a pastor. Yeah. Is, yeah. Right. And, he, he's an area pastor for Pantigo Bible Church, which I think awesome. they've renamed that church. I think Ryan just told me they've renamed the church because they moved out of Pantigo. Um, but, oh, gosh, I can't remember the name of the church. But, yeah, it's at one of the other churches in Arlington on the right okay. here on the Fort Worth border. And so you guys were raised in a Christian family, I, I take it. Yeah, we were raised um, in an in a independent Baptist church, and yes. my brother and I both went to the school that was run by the church. So we were very immersed in um, yeah in the in the in the church in the school. We had you know Bible was a required course. We had chapels. We had guest preachers. We had revivals. We we did all of that. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was raised in the Catholic church and. Uh, Father Rob was like 82,000 years old, and so he, <laughs> you know, he just wasn't very energetic as the as the Baptist faith. But uh, all yeah. right, so he's out. He's a pastor out there. Now, do you have other siblings? No, just me and my brother and okay. uh, my husband. He's also just him and his sister. So we both were raised just you know two and two. Oh wow, wow, yeah. interesting. That's awesome. So and my brother, before, my daddy was the baby of twelve. So I was surprised that they didn't go for more kids. But I have a lot wow. of cousins. Yeah, I bet. And so are they? Are they all back in South Carolina? Or are they all over the United States? My parents moved here. Um, they moved here. I want to say eight years ago. Okay. And uh, when my when my dad hit uh, sixty five, they he's not he's kind of semi retired. He still has businesses, but he wanted to be out here um, with his grandkids and awesome. my mother, of course. Um, but I do have you know my daddy being the baby of twelve. Not many of his uh, siblings are still alive, but sure. the three, the, the other three that are still alive, are all in South Carolina. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, I think it's really cool, and uh, that you've got such a good family, and and that you're raising all these kids, and and Larry the dog. What kind of dog is Larry, ah. by the way? Well, we got he's a rescue, and we were so curious because he was the weirdest. I mean, he's a cute little thing, but he was, we couldn't <laughs> figure out what he was. And so we did the little doggy DNA test. The wisdom oh, okay. handle you can get off Amazon. It's like seventy bucks or something. But we were like, it's worth it. We just were dying to know what he was. So he's a Chihuahua Schnauzer Pekingese Poodle mix. Oh wow! So, See, yeah. So, so he, he's a Kaiser small guy Pekingese. there. So yeah, he he's only about twelve pounds, and he's a, okay. I he loves me, and I love him. Oh. But he has an issue. We don't know what it is with teenage girls. He does not like teenage girls and we can't figure out what it is. We don't know if wow. it's an abusive situation right. or what, but um, we, we didn't get him as a puppy. He was about a year, year and a half old when we got him. So anyway, mm. he's, he's a good dog. He just has a few issues. Yeah. Well, I understand. Well, he's in a good family to help him. That's really good. Aww. I love <laughs> that is. little thing. He is that yeah. great, but I love him. Well, do you have pictures of him on Instagram? I got to I got to check out I Larry. do. My husband in fact, my husband set up his uh the dog's Instagram. I think it's the <laughs> I think it's the Larry Evans Instagram. I think it's the Larry I think it's the Larry Evans. But then we both post pictures with him too. All right. Well, we'll blow that. We'll blow that thing up. We'll get a hundred thousand likes on it real quick. <laughs> He's pretty cute. He's pretty cute. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so you're such a great interview, and you're so nice. And for your time, is there anything that you want to share with the audience about anything, or what's on your heart, or what's on your mind? No, I'll just tell you. Um, last year, I celebrated my 25th anniversary uh, being, you know, on Kiss FM in Dallas. And it just really was so special, and I continue to get it from people coming up to me 
these grown men and women, and they'll say, my best memories are from riding in the back seat of my mom's car on the way to yeah. And now I'm doing that with my child. And it doesn't make me feel old. It makes me feel just so blessed because I'm a part of some of their best memories. And, you know, that's just so special to have. I feel like, you know, a lot of people hope to leave a legacy behind. I feel like I'm already... I'm already getting to hear that I'm that I am leaving a positive legacy behind because I'm a part of some really great memories for people. So that's really been a a cool thing for me to to get to hear over the past year or so. It's been really special. It's so awesome. Well, you're an amazing yeah. woman, and I and we're proud of you, Kelly. And it's so nice to watch your career and just see your transparency and your authenticity and and the way you mother and the way you're an amazing wife and uh, just an entrepreneur and and making it happen on on the Kid Credit show every day. I mean, it's just amazing. And so congratulations to you. And I I look forward to meeting Alan sometime. Maybe we can, uh, the four of us can go out to dinner and hit over at one of these, uh, maybe go to Albert A's or run into Troy. Absolutely. (laughs) Any excuse, any excuse for Albert A's. We're always up for that. You're always up for that well tell alan i said hello and thank you so much for joining us on on the next level podcast today kelly raspberry an amazing national hero to women (laughs) and to just making it happen on a daily basis and uh, tune in to her love letters to kelly on her new podcast go check it out and also the sandwich and some loving i like that with her husband alan and hey Listen, we got some people out there that are blessed with some great resources. Help help this 501c3 out uh, and kids, kids, and, and open up your checkbook and open up your heart and, and throw some cash their way. And also go check out the Emma, Kelly, and Me uh, uh, boutique. Uh, I think it's uh, kandme.com. E-K. E-K-and-me. E-K and me.com and check out those appropriate things for our daughters to wear. Yes? That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Kelly. I appreciate it. And uh, God bless. Thank you, Michael. Hey, friends, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all other platforms where great podcasts are found. Thank you. Thank you for checking out the Next Level Podcast. For more information or additional resources, please visit themichaelmcintyre.com.